Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Active Spirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli. Pam is going to let us know all about week nine of 2022, starting with Monday, February the 28th, um, going into the first week of March, and then uh, we'll be back for our meditation. See you in a few minutes. Okay, Uh, yes, I'm going to talk about the week of the 28th, and um, before I really launch into this heavily, I am going to emphasize that as we continue to do our personal work on um, creating lives that are spiritually in alignment and loving and with the best intention for everyone in the world. I would say let's really use this week, especially when I start talking about the new moon, for envisioning wonderful possibilities because it, you know, the world's kind of going nuts right now. And so we have to work hard on believing in possibilities, regeneration, growth, and um, expansion. So Monday the 29th, the moon is in the sign of Aquarius. And it's in this all day, although where we really want to put our energy is on the earlier part of the day until 9.01 p.m. when the moon goes void, of course. All the times I give her Eastern time, please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. In the early morning until about 9 o'clock, there may be a lot of kind of back and forth and fraught energy. Do you want to do this? No, let's go here. What about that? And so it may feel as though disruptions or detours or other ideas are coming into your frame. Depending on what you need to do, it's probably best to stay with your um, earlier plan and to stay on track with it. If uh, detours or distractions come up, just do your best to be alert and work within what's presented to you so that you're able to follow through and actualize what the most meaningful plans are. This is a highly productive day once we pass that 9 a.m. point, and we can really achieve quite a bit and make things happen, plow through work, projects already in motion, uh, negotiate people who were in Uh, conflict with, who we want to bring into better dialogue, all this stuff can happen quite effectively 
on um, the day of February 28th. The moon enters the sign of Pisces the next morning in the wee hours at 3.53 p.m. And once it's in the sign of Pisces, it's very nicely aspected. Keep in mind, this is the waning moon. It's black of, uh, dark of moon time. So it's right before we're going to... Um, it's right before we're going to enter the new moon, which happens on Wednesday. And so Tuesday, which is Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, is an excellent day to be wrapping up, finishing up, putting things in place that we want to be poised to take action on when we're in the waxy moon cycle. So one thing I love about dark of moon time is it really helps us be able to slough through old stuff that we don't want to bring into the next lunar cycle with us. So that can be, um, that can be projects you need to finish up, something you want to shelve because you know you're not going to deal with it in the next four weeks something that's just taking up space and it's time to have it move on somewhere else because it's just kind of cluttering your brain waves. It's very valuable to not have around you things that basically are distracting when you know where you want to be going. The other thing that's really good about this particular dark of moon day is that with that moon in Pisces if you don't know exactly where you want to put emphasis over the next weeks it's a really great time to just kind of leave yourself open to what might be coming in a uh, wonderful time to meditate to just sort of play around with collage or listen to music it's not necessarily a time when you're expecting to get anything concrete done, although you may, especially if it's birthing an idea. One thing I, that I think today can be really good for is let's say you've been tossing around a lot of different decisions or things you're trying to uh, understand which direction to go in. This can be a fabulous day for just sort of floating down the stream, seeing where things go, what sort of gets stuck on the shore or moves in another direction or floats down um, a, a certain rapid or actually sinks and is, disappears. It's not relevant. But anything that comes up to the surface is relevant and might be just saying, hey, I've been sitting here for weeks and you haven't looked at me. Here I am. So it can be a wonderful day for insight, revelation, inspiration. Again, you're not acting on anything new. You're just saying, huh, there you are. I've been looking for you. And put it in a place of prominence so that you will be addressing it over the next few weeks. So Wednesday the 2nd is the new moon in Pisces, and it happens exactly at 12 degrees Pisces, 7 minutes. 
and the time that it's exact is 12.35 p.m. The night of Tuesday evening into Wednesday morning is a very rich dream time. Some of us will remember those dreams. Some of us will be able to capture them as, as some kind of idea or something that came to the surface. And for others, it, it just can be a very deep restorative sleep time that gives us what we need to move into the next lunar cycle. There's a Mercury-Saturn picture in the morning of uh, Wednesday the 2nd. And this indicates it's a really strong time to define something, write it down, put it in words, articulate a thought, get something across. So put it down, like jot it down, get it somewhere where you can see it and bounce off it because it's only going to get richer as that new moon comes into greater um, greater volume as it develops. What happens with lunar cycles is they mirror a natural organic process that's going on with we biological creatures down here on Earth. And when we're actually moving with the lunar cycles, especially people who have a lot of water in their horoscope, Cancerian types, people who have strongly aspected moons, but all of us benefit from an awareness of where the moon is in her cycle, whether we know it or not. So it's very valuable to pay attention to this because when the moon is new, this is when it's really a powerful time to write down the few things that you want to accomplish over this lunar cycle. I always say, you know, you might have a bunch of wishes. I mean, some people write down their 13 wishes, the things they want to make happen uh, or bring into their life uh, uh, a, a new partner, um, uh, a, a, a trip, um, something, a new home, um, the right dress for my cousin's event. So there are things that we can wish for, but they aren't necessarily things that have to happen over the next couple of weeks, whereas the intentions or the things that we want to make happen, that it's always best to limit to one to three things because otherwise you overwhelm yourself and it's not necessarily going to be things that you can make happen. And those few things can be concrete, like um, I'm going to finish the article that I have to send on this date or it can be more something in motion. I want to continue to work on learning how to uh, speak French more effectively. Whatever it may be, when you, when you return to it at the new moon, you kind of reboot intention for your emotional commitment to carry it through over the next lunar cycle. So a very powerful and auspicious opportunity time happens on Wednesday the 2nd.
um, just a, a little before noon uh, until um, a little before 4.30 p.m. So this is where you really might find, oh, somebody called me. I've got a invitation to do this. Wow, this idea came in. Let me capture that. This looks like an interesting thing to pursue. Uh, very strong day with opportunity because of a picture in the sky between the moon and Jupiter. And so when we, when we recognize that opportunity or um, revelation or idea that's come to us and we, we either put it in motion or bookmark it as something we're going to pay attention to, then we can really run with it and make something happen. The third Thursday is another strong day of making things creative, spontaneous, serendipitous, uh, working with that moon in Pisces, the new moon, to kind of get things out there. There's a Venus-Pluto picture in the sky, highly powerful, highly seductive. It can, for some of us, it can really work with things like money or getting somebody into your court. Um, see how you want to spin it, work it. If you feel like someone's trying to kind of dangle something in front of your uh, eyes that you're not 100% sure of, then take a step back because it's, it's a strong energy that can kind of pull us. It's very magnetic, but we want to make sure that we're pulled into something that we really want to go into. So the moon goes void, of course, at 4.45 p.m. And this is a terrific recharge point in the day as we get into dusk. Um, it enters Aries at 7.52 p.m. And once it's in the sign of Aries, we have a couple of days that are a little more, um, um, what's the word I want, a little more, not necessarily bumpy, but it's it's important that we stand up for whatever it is we want to make happen. So some of us, once that moon enters Aries on Thursday night, we may get really jazzed, uh, especially people with a lot of fire or air in their horoscope. So just reflect on how do I want to push this or use this? Uh, I don't necessarily want to stay up until four in the morning, so... Um, let me dance a little and work the energy out so that I get a good night's sleep and I'm far more effective uh, the next day. So the next day is Friday, um, March 4th. And that day through um, Saturday, these are days when um, many of us may feel a need to kind of push through something, make something happen. Now, the other thing that's going on is that Jupiter is very close to the sun uh, from our perspective here on Earth. And that can, some astrologers, if you read this information, will tell you that Saturday the 5th is the luckiest day of the year. Um, this is what I think it means. <laughs> it means that Things are magnified when I look at Friday and Saturday. And so if things are going well, they're going to go really, really well. 
And if things are, you feel like you're in a war of the world's battle with someone, then um, each person or entity is really strong in their conviction. And it may be difficult to uh, get heard or assert what you need to do. Uh, challenge aside, this is a time when you really do want to stand for what you believe in. You just want to get absolutely crystal clear about what matters most because with the Aries moon and then there's an aspect with Pluto as we get into Saturday, there can be a lot of sense of, you know, I need to push and I'm going to make this happen. It's going to, it's the way I want it. And then afterwards you may think, why did I spend so much energy on that? So be clear on what deserves your energy and intention. Because if you work with that in a clear way and you don't get pulled over into what seems to be so important, then it'll be a better place in time. And those of you who, of course, who are listening to this and thinking about what's happening in Eastern Europe, absolutely, we can use this new moon in Pisces. Pisces is the softening. It's the water... Uh, mutable moon, and it's the last sign of the zodiacal belt. So it can speak a lot of what is ending as we welcome in what's about to be born. And so this very, very fractious um, pins and needles time for uh, most of us on the planet who are paying attention is how can we basically keep the energetic thrust in a way that's loving, positive, and the intention is for the best outcome. And, you know, obviously, I mean, I, I can't say this for sure, but most people I'm talking to are probably not in the throes of an actual physical war, but it is important to really pay attention where you're putting your energy and what you're giving focus and a lot of uh, power to. Because as we do it to things that are more about how do we move this with love, how do we take this in creative form to basically erode old structures that no longer serve. It can be very, very powerful. So, um, because it's, we are at a time when new things have to be born and the old guard is really resisting those changes. So we want to emphasize hope love and potential for what's new, what's fresh, what's coming in with a sense of the old way doesn't work anymore. So Saturday the 5th, the moon goes void, of course, at 11.02 p.m. And it doesn't enter 
the sign of Taurus until 3 a.m. on Sunday. There's, uh, there's other changes that are happening in the evening of Saturday the 5th. Uh, Mars enters Aquarius, Venus enters Aquarius, and there's a picture in the sky between Venus and Mars, which I see as being a very nice, auspicious um, things coming together energy. So once again, on the evening of the 5th, uh, give some meditation or your intention before you enter the dreamscape to think about how can disparate energies come together and there be more peaceful resolution instead of one side imposing will on another. So Saturday the 6th, the moon enters Taurus at 3 a.m. And this actually is a um, very, some of us may have um, disruptive dreams or dreams that basically I see as ways to unleash whatever may be negative in the unconscious. And yet, those kinds of releases give us more of a sense of, I can do this um, when we go forward. Um, when we wake up from a nightmare that can be so unsettling and we remind ourselves, oh, right, I'm here, I'm safe, I'm whole. And see whatever was released in the dreamscape as being something that needed to come to some form of consciousness, no matter how much you can analyze it, and then release it, thank it for what it was trying to tell you, whether you understand it or not, and also acknowledge that by its exiting into the, exiting the dream realm into a nightmare capacity and a sense of, I, something, what is it? What is it? You are, in a way, moving into an opportunity for more consciousness. And the more of us who do that constructively, the faster the acceleration for healing. So it's a very powerful week. I really encourage all of us to... Um, be alert to creative growth and release fear um, because fear is not going to help us move forward into places of greater love, development, and creativity. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, everyone and let's um, do a little 10 minute meditation so considering uh, the uh, the new moon and the upheaval in the world it might be a good idea for us to do a meditation on peace and um, bringing some some uh, respectful and and generous loving kindness into the world so i invite you to do this meditation today now with us tonight now with us 
and perhaps try and do it every day um, during this uh, difficult period. Okay, so take a few deeper breaths and allow yourself to become present. And as we become present now, we're meditating together, all of us as we come to this meditation, perhaps at the same time, perhaps all at different times, but we're all tuning in to this particular frequency. So there is this togetherness. And as we know so well from many, many scientific experiments that have been proving what the spiritual teachers of all the different Indigenous cultures and religions have been telling us is that when we come together in prayer, it's very powerful and it's also uh, magnified when more and more people come together. So we meditate together now and you can visualise that you're sitting with people around you, with your brothers and sisters, your spiritual brothers and sisters, and it's a really good idea too when we are meditating that sometimes we visualise that we are representing um, humankind, that we are praying, meditating, bringing about this, this, uh, this peace, not just for ourselves, but for all beings everywhere. So just visualise yourself with billions of people sitting behind you, around you, beside you. And as you visualise that, we are hoping for and we are bringing into being, we are manifesting now, all of us together, a world of boundless potential for all people. All people of, of all countries, of all nations, of all backgrounds, of all genders, all colours, all religions, all ages, all people. And we visualise now together and bring into being, into this three-dimensional world. We bring openness. We bring honesty. We bring transparency. We bring respect and understanding and we bring generosity, kindness, loving kindness and in those places, in those situations where it seems impossible, we bring innovation, we bring creativity, we bring great Wisdom, wisdom of the ages. We bring intelligence, smart thinking. And of course, we bring reasoning, logical, intelligent reasoning. And together as we meditate, we imagine our world, we visualise, we see, we bring into being justice, justice for all beings, justice for all of our planet, for the animals, the people, the plants, the air, the waters, for everything on our planet. And we bring virtue, 
And as we deepen into this process of visualizing our world, we see all beings, all, every single being enjoying prosperity and abundance. We see all beings in peace and in harmony. We see a green world, a greener world, where there is no waste, no pollution, where there is no harm, no harm done to any living being, no harm done actually to anything at all, no landscapes being blown apart, no mountains being mined, no waters being destroyed. We see no harm to Mother Earth. And we see all beings experiencing compassion. We see all beings acting with compassion to themselves, to others, to other people, to all the animals, great and small, and compassion to Mother Earth, her skies, her air, her ground, her waters. And with every single heartbeat, with every single breath, we create together our future of universal peace. Peace between nations, peace between peoples, peace between religions, peace between political parties. And we experience tremendous gratefulness for this, our precious human life for the opportunity for us to be here now as conscious human beings, to be able to make choices every day for the highest benefit of all beings. We are so grateful that we can actually learn from our distractions or perhaps our detours or our downfalls and that we can learn from our pain and from our suffering even from our greed or from our guilt or from our fear. We are grateful that we can choose in every moment to be in love, to experience love and peace. And we feel this great peace now in our body as we deepen into our own sovereign field. We feel the purity of consciousness. We can feel that great awareness of unbounded potential within us.
And from this place, we imagine our world. That it is full of peace, that there is light, respect, understanding everywhere. There is radiance, luminescence. And we fill this world with light from our hearts. And we send this light everywhere in our world now to all of the places where people are suffering, to all of the places where people need light. We see the world now full of our prayers, full of loving kindness, and all beings free from suffering. We hold this in our minds and in our hearts. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We will see you next week for week 10 of this year. And uh, be safe, be peaceful, love now. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Pam. See you all next week. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.